so we need to get the understanding of the scripture very well because when we don't understand what the bible means by working out your salvation then it amounts to so many you know explanations from the scripture but i believe that god will grant us understanding as we look into this subject we started on monday we look at misconceptions about salvation on tuesday we saw the nature of salvation on wednesday we also saw the issue on clarifying sin and forgiveness and then on thursday we went on to talk about the subject of forgiveness the subject of forgiveness and then we saw so many things from the bible yesterday we also delve deeper into god's word and you know we came out with so many truths that will help us grow in our spiritual lives so that is very very important today we are looking at the subject of salvation when the bible says work out your own salvation when the bible says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling what does it mean what does it mean to work out your own salvation where there is no proper understanding the scriptures cannot you know be clear to people so we are going to look at what it means to work out your own salvation people have used this scripture you know the scripture has been twisted outside the gospel of jesus and then it has come up with so many things about you know people losing their salvation but when the bible says work out your own salvation he wasn't referring to losing your salvation when the bible says work out your own salvation he wasn't referring to losing your salvation so that is very very important for us to understand and so i want to start by saying that salvation once again is the work of jesus christ salvation is the work of jesus christ nobody worked for salvation and so nobody also you know works for his or her salvation now let me show you the scripture that is mostly bless you everyone for joining me i want you to share the broadcast with somebody i'm going to deal with this quickly and then i'll pray now the bible says in philippians chapter 2 verse 12 that is where the scripture work out your salvation is now i want you to understand that first of all this scripture is not about heaven and hell <laughs> this scripture work out your own salvation philippians chapter 2 verse 12 is not about heaven or hell now philippians 2 12 the bible say wherefore my beloved as you have always obeyed not as in my presence only but much more in my absence work out your own salvation with fear and trembling now this scripture has to be read very well because if you don't read it well then you think that god is telling you first of all the bible didn't say work for your salvation he says work out your salvation there is difference between working for something and working out something oh my god i love this now it is sad that many have twisted uh, this scripture to suit their own religious appeal outside the gospel now first of all we need to understand like i said the bible didn't say work out your salvation he says he didn't say work for your salvation he says work out your own salvation so the salvation has been already worked for you but what we need to do is to work it out 
that is what the bible says so now we don't work for salvation we only work it out now what does it mean to work something out now i want you to listen if you are watching me listen very well now the bible didn't say work for your salvation because jesus has already worked for our salvation the only responsibility that god is telling us is to work it out now what does it mean to work out something what does it mean to work out something now if i give you an equation and i tell you to work it out now if you have studied mathematics before you understand the example i'm giving if i give you an equation and i tell you to work it out i am simply telling you to expand it and discover the answer that already exists when i tell you to work out an equation i'm not telling you to you know work for a new answer the answer already exists but i'm telling you to expand and discover the answer that already exists so that is very very key so jesus is the one that has worked for our salvation that is why on monday we said that salvation is 100 percent the complete work of christ no man contributed to salvation ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 the bible says for by grace are you saved through faith and not of yourselves it is a gift from god it is the gift of god now he is even saying that the only thing we need is faith to receive the gospel he's even saying that the faith itself is a gift from god so the grace is a gift the faith is also a gift so no man can boast of salvation that is why when you see people who brag as if they contributed to the work of salvation that is why statements like i gave my life to christ you didn't give your life to christ because you were dead in sin and trespasses jesus gave his life to you john chapter 1 verse 12 he said for as many as received him he didn't say as many as gave their life to jesus so salvation is the work of christ he died for us he was buried and on the third day he rose for us so that is the number one thing we need to understand so it is very very important now when i'm talking about working out your salvation i use the example of an equation now let's say uh, in other ways our salvation that is the answer for the equation has already been solved by jesus christ so our salvation has already been worked for now he's telling us to work out our salvation now you see people using this scripture to argue that the believer can lose his salvation this scripture has now it has to be even read in context that is why it is very key now then now most people who read this verse do not read the next verse the next verse will solve the issue whether he's talking about whether you are going to lose your salvation or not now so when the bible say working out your salvation it simply means discover the full extent of your salvation now today you may understand salvation to only mean forgiveness of sins but the bible is saying that work it out expand it because as you grow more and more you will discover that salvation goes beyond just forgiveness of sins so he's saying work out your salvation with fear and trembling now we will look at fear and trembling that is where 
the the issue is you know most people believe that god is trying to you know put fear now paul wasn't trying to say with fear and trembling is a different thing we will look at because if paul is telling us we should make sure we don't lose our salvation with fear and we should tremble then he contradicted himself which he didn't so the scriptures must be studied in context so working out your own salvation simply means discover the full extent of your salvation discover the magnitude of your salvation your salvation is so enormous that today you may think sin is the only meaning of salvation but as you work it out as you expand as you begin to you know grow in the salvation that you have received you begin to ex- you begin to discover that it goes beyond that so that is very very important so we need to understand now i will come to uh, working uh, with the fear and trembling so working out your salvation has nothing to do with heaven and hell working out your salvation is not telling you that do everything possible not to lose your salvation because first of all the salvation was not your work god did not save us to give us maintenance tools to keep our salvation that is why i said when you understand the word salvation you understand what jesus did for us jesus did not only save us and leave us there salvation means to rescue or to deliver to safety so he keeps you at a place of safety that is what is called assurance of salvation many people don't know now if you are a believer and you are not sure you are going to heaven then you have no assurance of salvation if you are a born again that is why most of the statements we saw on monday are, are some of these things that you know are born out of ignorance when we don't take a good look at the scriptures so it is very very important now the next verse in philippians chapter 2 verse 12 is going to solve the question now first of all you can't work for something or you can't work out something that is not already in for you to work out something it means that thing is already in there so look at the next verse he says in verse 13 he says for it is god who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure so he's telling you that the salvation that you have to work out is already in you god has worked it in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure so he's not telling you work for your salvation make sure you see people saying hey beloved you have to work for your salvation even though you are saved if you don't work with fear and trembling you will lose you will go to hell on the last day they that endure to the end shall be saved praise god you know when you understand bible nobody can intimidate you don't let anybody rob you of your security in christ don't let anybody rob you of your identity or your saintly dignity in christ because when you don't have understanding about the scriptures then people will intimidate you with scriptures but when you understand the word of god oh my when you have come to a place of accurate knowledge you know that you are you know the the, the songwriter said blessed assurance jesus is mine blessed assurance that is the level we want to come to the songwriter again said he paid a debt he did not owe i owed a debt i could not pay 
I needed someone to wash my sins away. Now I can sing a brand new song, Amazing Grace. Lord Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. That is salvation. He paid it. He was the payment. Oh my God, I love this word. I love this word. So it says, for it is God who works in you. So the working, he said, both to will and to do. So even for you to do something, he's saying that, and for you to be willing, he's saying that it is God who works that. Who works that? Both to, so amazing to know that God has employed himself or he has employed himself to work with a salary of seeing you conform to the image of his son. So God has employed himself to make sure that you conform to the image of his of his son Jesus Christ. That is why Romans 8:29 He said that we may conform to the image of his son. We may conform to Christ. That is the destination of God's plan that we may conform to his son Jesus. So in in Ephesians chapter 4 the Bible says he gave some apostles, prophets, pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry till we all come to the knowledge of the son of god so god's aim and god's desire and god's plan for us is to conform to the image of his son jesus oh my god i love this so number one work out your own salvation it's not talking about losing your salvation or working for your salvation there are so many things that entail are entailed in salvation so you need to discover the length that is why paul said for for we know the love of god that you may know the the height the depth the breadth and the width of the love of god so you discover the enormity of the salvation that you have received when you do that you are working out your salvation so the scriptures has to be read in context very key now let's look at the next one he says beloved as you have always obeyed in my presence only but how much more in my absence work out your own salvation with fear and trembling now the fear and trembling is very key because when you don't understand that is why i said if you don't pay attention to words in the bible you may miss revelation if you don't pay attention to words that are used in the bible you may because the bible has its own words the bible has its own language if you read the bible with english mentality because anytime you see a word anywhere you think they mean everything they, they mean the same thing you know so we need to pay attention as students of the bible oh my god oh my god now i know that a lot of us are come are you know are, are a little comfortable with the term work out your own salvation but when it comes to with fear and trembling that is where we have issues that is where we have issues so what does it mean fear and trembling or what does fear and trembling mean now does it mean i should possibly fear or i should be fearful to the extent that i don't lose my salvation does it mean that i should tremble before god so that i don't lose my salvation <laughs> does it mean that i should tremble before god so that i don't lose my salvation no that is not what he's talking about does it mean that i should shake before god so i don't lose my salvation no that is not what the bible is talking about now he is telling you 
now he first of all you need to you need to also understand that the bible says in ephesians chapter 2 he says for we are his workmanship we are christ's workmanship created or we are god's workmanship created in christ jesus unto good works so we are not saved by good works good works does not save a man but rather we are saved unto good works what it means is that we are his workmanship the word workmanship is the word handiwork so god fabricated us god manufactured we were manufactured in christ jesus to produce good works so it is not now that we are saved that you have to prove or produce good works for god to see how much you know faithful he is telling you that by nature you have been created unto good works oh my god i love this word now it wasn't this wasn't the only time paul used the word fear and trembling when paul used the word fear and trembling he used it again in other verses and um, we are going to look at some of these verses so paul didn't only use fear and trembling in philippians chapter 2 verse 12. now let's look at this scripture first corinthians chapter 2 verse 1 he uses the word fear and trembling over there so that will also give us a clue about what paul meant now he said and brethren when i came to you i came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom declaring unto you the testimony of god now first corinthians chapter 2 verse 2 for i determined not to know anything among you save jesus christ and him crucified verse 3 and i was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling now listen he's using the word trembling now verse 4 and my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom but demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men but in the power of god oh my god oh my god now paul was saying that he came now paul was saying that he didn't come with human eloquence he didn't come to you know uh, entice people or he, did, he didn't come with great speaking skills to impress people or to convince them or he didn't come to you know blow their minds by how he was speaking but he was telling them now i want you to take note of that verse very well first corinthians chapter 2 verse 1 now he was telling them that he never meant he came terrifying or shaking he didn't say that i came terrifying or i came shaking and i also didn't come to you know impress you with my words now what he meant was that what he meant was that he had confidence in the weight of the message now listen to this very well in first corinthians chapter 2 verse 1 he says and brethren when i came to you i didn't come with the eloquence or excellency of speech of wisdom declaring unto you the testimony of god then let me read verse 3 and i was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling he is not talking about shaking or trembling or fear or anything so it is very important that we understand now he, what paul didn't mean was that he came with you know he came with any 
confidence just to entice them with words and that is very key because if you don't understand this verse you think uh, fear and trembling is talking about oh when i come uh, you know god is uh, angry with me and he doesn't I'm, I'm not pleasing him and anything no that is not what the bible says so we need to understand the verse very well now paul did not have confidence in his eloquence he didn't have confidence in how good he was a preacher he didn't have confidence in how you know he had great communication ability so he had confidence in the weight of the message that he was bringing so and because the message is is based on the finished work of christ he was telling them that i came with what i came i came in weakness and in fear and in much trembling he is talking about the message i had reverence for the message so the fear and trembling there is not talking about you know being terrified like something evil is about to happen so it is very key he uses the, the same word paul uses that word in first corinthians chapter 2 that we just read so he didn't have any confidence in his delivery of the message with his natural ability or anything coming from his strength to impress god but from god's mighty ability that is why he said i came with much fear and trembling the trembling there was because i have reverence for the message oh my god so what does fear and trembling mean fear and trembling means we have no confidence in our achievement our skills or our talent so when the bible says work out your own salvation with fear and trembling he is telling you that see to it look see yourself that you are not the one you know you are not the one that you know gave room for the salvation to take place so he's just telling us that don't trust in your achievement don't trust in your confidence otherwise when somebody reads the word fear and trembling they will just think like oh this god is is going i have to be terrified and all that no so it is very very so you have no confidence in your achievement you have no confidence in your 40 days fasting you have no confidence in your prayer time you have no confidence in your devotional life and your seed offerings that is what paul is saying with fear and trembling so he's our understanding that we need to have is that everything that we are doing in relation to salvation there is a supply of the spirit of god at work oh my god i love this word so fear and trembling is not about losing out your salvation but rather fear in self and natural ability you don't you don't trust everything about i mean you don't trust in every skill any skill you have your absolute dependence is on god that is what that is what paul meant by that now the only time you should fear now listen to this the only time you should fear because god god is not using paul to tell us we should fear we have heard like men uh this you know a lot of articles have come out that the word fear is used about 665 times in the bible which means every day a believer has to you know have you know one you, you are not even supposed to have fear in your life because say fear not fear not fear not 600 365 times 
that is the popular thing that we've heard you know and so the only time god or the only time you as a believer should fear is when you dictate that your strength and your power is not being relied on god that is the only time you have to fear because when you've come to a point where you see that everything that you are doing god is not the source god is not the one that you are depending on that is a very serious moment so it is very very good that we understand that working out your salvation with fear and trembling is not talking about losing your salvation very 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 key because some of these things have you know have brought about works mentality people think that at the end of the day they have to do something for to impress god they have to do something to qualify in the eyes of god they have to do something for god to love them i'm not saying that you are not supposed to do anything whilst you are saved christianity or salvation the bible said he has created us unto good works like the summit will say goodness and mercy shall follow you good works are in our nature they are our nature so he said we were created unto them which means we were created that is how god has made us we were manufactured to produce good works so it is very very important very very important that we understand so work out your own salvation with fear and trembling beloved if you don't work out your salvation you know it is good we do works works are good because the bible talks about rewards and other crowns that will be given but the works is not what is used in attaining the salvation you don't attain salvation by good works you have salvation and so you have to produce good works so there are two different things they are not the same so it is very important that we understand when the bible says work out your own salvation work out your own salvation so that you don't lose your salvation so that you don't lose your salvation beloved you need to be careful if you incur the anger of god one day you will lose your salvation i wonder how people will be looking for scriptures what 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 they'll be looking for scripture you see believers trying to fish out scriptures trying to you know twist scriptures to tell people that is insecurity that is insecurity now i always say that people who that there are people who go to work or they have a job and they believe in the security of the work but there are believers who are in christ they don't believe in jesus security oh my god i love that there are people who work they believe the security in the job place is very tight the security in the job place is very good but there are people in christ who doubt their security in the lord they believe that god will be angry with them now listen god is not mad at you god is mad about you oh my god oh my god oh my god i love that god is not mad at you but rather he's mad about you he loves you now why would god die and be buried or god come in the form of a man die be buried rise from the dead be glorified and then he will just lose you just like that to the enemy so what i'm saying is that working out your own salvation with fear and trembling does not mean 
make sure you don't lose your salvation because first of all the salvation was not attained by you or you are not the one who worked for the salvation the salvation was a gift if somebody gives you a gift it's a gift so the only thing you do is to receive the gift you receive the gift so that is very important now if you don't understand you know that is why i keep telling people you need to grow in the subject of salvation don't think that salvation is for new creation salvation is for oh like when you start preaching about salvation then it means you are a baby christian you have not grown so much in the lord now the question then is what is the bones if salvation is milk what is the bones now they will say that now when you are born again you need to go for deliverance that is the bones no don't let anybody rob you of your your identity in christ know who you are as a child of god know who you are take your authority in christ enforce your victory in the lord enforce your victory in the lord and that is very very important very 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 important so john chapter 1 verse 12 the bible says that as many as received him to them or as many as believed in his name he gave the right to become the children of god he gave us the right the authority to become the children of god or the sons of god so when you are born again you are a son of god when you are born again you have been placed into a, a place of sonship you have been placed into sonship you are a son of god sons don't beg if they have right there are things that by birth naturally they are entitled to so we need to understand the enormity of our salvation that is working out your salvation you need to understand the magnitude of your salvation you need to understand the full extent of your salvation when you do that he says with fear and trembling with fear and trembling means not relying on your skills not relying on your achievement but having confidence in the work that has been done for you oh my god i love this word so it is very important that we understand the subject now look at this scripture philippians chapter 3 verse 20 the bible said but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly await a savior from there the lord jesus christ he says our citizenship is in heaven oh my god which means we are citizens of heaven now you 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 have to understand that while you are living on earth you have a place of your citizenship in the same way when you are born again you are a citizen in heaven so i always tell people you as a believer you have a dual citizenship you are a citizen on earth you are also a citizen in heaven so when things are not going on well on the physical you switch to the supernatural because you are now that is why we don't pray for god to make heaven <laughs> this is another misconception you know we don't pray to make heaven going to heaven is not by prayer you hear people saying oh i pray that on the last day i will not miss heaven hey you are praying not to miss heaven if heaven is by prayer then when jesus came i believe he will raise up prayer warriors and then they will pray and then they will everyone that will believe in him will be raptured to heaven salvation is not by prayer 
or going to heaven is not by prayer the bible says when you are born again you are a citizen of heaven hey kadabahaza now citizens don't need oh my god oh my god this is another bomb coming now when you are a citizen and you are going to your home country you don't need visa <laughs> let me say that again citizens don't need visa to go to their country so why would you see a believer praying now they also say that oh i'm praying so that on the last day on the last day i don't miss heaven this person is born again but he still believes that he will miss heaven so he's praying i pray beloved i pray that you don't miss heaven on the last day hey it is not heaven at last the bible says when you are born again you are a citizen of heaven if you don't come from there he wouldn't call you a citizen so the believer is not trying to make heaven the believer is made up of heaven oh my god now let me explain that now let me ask this question heaven and jesus who makes heaven heaven or who actually makes heaven heaven the person or what makes heaven the real heaven is the presence of jesus christ so anywhere jesus is is heaven that is why the songwriter said your presence is heaven to me oh my god so when jesus lives in you oh kabayanda hey so you are not praying to make heaven you have already made heaven when you got saved that is why the bible says in philippians 3 20 i'm not the one saying he said but our citizenship is in is in is in heaven is in there now 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 he's talking about present if you are saved he didn't say our citizenship will be in heaven <laughs> so you hear people say oh on the last day beloved nobody know who will go to heaven <laughs> oh this is good nobody know who will go to heaven on the last day that is when we will know man we need to renew our mind we need to renew our mind we need to renew our mind now look at second timothy 1 7 he also says but our citizenship is in heaven and we eagerly now that's philippians 3 20 and we eagerly await a savior from there the lord jesus christ it is very very important now look at this scripture again in romans chapter chapter i said yesterday that the book of romans begins with no condemnation and ends with no separation that is double emphasis he is telling you something that when a man is in christ there is no condemnation and there is no separation so romans begins with no condemnation he said therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus oh my god i love the book of romans i love romans romans chapter 8 now listen he said there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in christ who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit for the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death that means there is a higher law there is the law of the spirit of life in christ and there is the law of sin and death but the higher law supersedes that law the law of christ the life in christ jesus supersedes the law of sin and death 
for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh god sending his son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh now it started with no condemnation and look at the last verse in romans kalabaza hey look at the last verse he says for i am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth or nor any creature shall be able to separate us from the love of god which is in so he ends with no separation he begins with no condemnation oh my god he said nothing can be able to separate us from the love of god yet you hear people telling you when you sin you incur god's wrath the love of god is no more over you he says nothing shall separate us are you telling people to sin no that is not what i said what i'm saying is that nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of god he loved us he loved us oh my god he loved us he loved us now look at romans chapter 5 verse 6 the bible says in romans say for for when we were without strength the word without strength means that when we were sinners when we were dead spiritually he says in due time christ died for the ungodly christ died for the ungodly the word ungodly in the greek means criminal so all of us were criminals somebody will say oh how can how was i a criminal i never sinned i never did anything yes you are right but the sin of adam made you an ungodly man the ungodly there is criminal so you became a criminal by nature not by act oh my god i love this then listen he said for scarcely for a righteous man will one die for nobody will try to die for a man that is righteous he is already righteous so why are you dying for him he's trying to tell us why he said we were ungodly yet per adventure a good man some would dare to die so number one nobody will he said it is it is scarce or it is scarce to see a righteous man being died for but if the man is a good man per adventure maybe somebody would dare to die not that they died so nobody dies for a righteous man nobody dies for a good man he said much more he said but verse 8 romans 5 he said but god commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us oh my god then he said much more being now justified by his blood we shall be saved from the wrath through him oh my god this is so good this is so good so work out your salvation they didn't say work for your salvation work out your own salvation didn't say discover he says work it out because it's already in you you can only work out something that is in you if the thing is not first of all in you you cannot work it out so you have it already show let let there be that's what the bible says. steady to show yourself approved you are working it out say steady to show yourself approved unto god 
as a workman he calls the minister or the believer workman which is laborer so when we come to the kingdom we are laborers in the kingdom he has a workman who is not ashamed rightly dividing rightly dividing rightly dividing making a straight cut the word of the truth now how do you make a straight cut of god's word that is when you sell when you separate the revelation from the stories there is a revelation in the scriptures your ability to separate the stories because most of the time people are enticed with the stories hallelujah yes people love the stories oh the story of david and goliath the story of joseph the story of adam and eve but inherent in the story is a revelation of jesus so your ability to decode the revelation from the story you are rightly dividing your your ability to distinguish between timelines when you know that the word that was spoken to a particular people was written for your learning but it wasn't written directly to you you are rightly dividing the word oh my god oh my god oh my god i love this but i pray for you today i declare whoever is watching me i pray in the name of jesus i see god causing us oh my god to come to a place of acknowledgement i see god causing us to come to a place of precise understanding revealed knowledge of god's word in the name of jesus i see god causing us to come to a place of accurate knowledge i see god causing us to come to a place of accurate knowledge about his word in the name of jesus oh my god the bible says in romans chapter 4 verse 12 he said for the word of god is living and active sharper than any double-edged sword and it pierces even to the dividing ascender of the soul and spirit and of the joint and marrow and is a discerner and a thought and the intent of the heart beloved when you grasp a revelation of god's word for your life you can be able to stand the test of time when you are able to understand the enormity of your salvation you can be able to be secured in the salvation god has given you oh my god oh my god oh my god i love jesus so it is very important now the bible says in first peter 2 9 he said but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood and holy nation then he says god's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into light that is who we are that is what we have been called into we have been called out of darkness into god's marvelous light oh my god oh my god i pray for somebody i pray for you may god cause you to come to a place of accurate knowledge may god cause you may every scale on your eyes fall may your ears open may you be receptive to the things of god may you be receptive to the oracles of god may you be receptive to the truth of god's word in the name of the lord jesus for i see oh the bible says in ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 he says for we are his workmanship created in christ jesus unto good works we were created unto good works which means by nature naturally we were created to manufacture good works that is our companion the psalmist said goodness and mercy shall follow me in the same way goodness and mercy shall follow you goodness or good works are part of us we were created unto 
we were created unto oh my god i pray father thank you thank you thank you for this week i pray for everyone i pray for everyone i declare in the name of jesus may god cause you to come to a place of understanding may god cause you to come to a place of knowing your authority in christ may god cause you to come to a place of precise understanding and revealed knowledge in christ in the name of jesus i don't care what the devil any lie the devil might have told you but i came to declare to you that if you can cherish god's word over everything if you can put preeminence on god's word i know that god is surely able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that you can even ask or think i pray for everyone watching me right now the bible says in first peter 1 23 he said being born again not of corruptible seed but of incorruptible by the word which abided forever the bible says for the weeds the leaves may wither and the grass may fall but the word of god abides forever i see men rising with revelation oh i see young men and women rising with revelation the generation is coming the bible says, for he sent forth his word he sent forth his word when you place preeminence on god's word god's word can orchestrate your life when you place preeminence on god's word god's word can direct your destiny i pray for whoever is watching me may you come to a place of stability in your work with god i declare over your life for the bible says so mightily grew the word of god and prevailed that means when god's word grows mightily in your life the end result or the resultant effect is that you will prevail over circumstances you will prevail over issues and i pray over you and i declare may god's grace be so strong over your life may god's grace be so strong over your life in the mighty name of jesus in the name of jesus oh father lord we thank you father lord we thank you thank you for this week thank you for your word that came lord thank you for revelation knowledge thank you for truth that is being revealed thank you for souls that are, are being impacted thank you father if anyone is watching me and father they are they they they, they have come to a place where they want to understand your finished work they have come to a place i pray paul said that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know now listen to me the believer does not need rededication what the believer needs is revelation most of the time we rededicate our lives to god several times we promise god so hard god this time i promise you i will do it god in the year 2021 ah i will pray five hours a day lord in the year 2021 i will fast 40 days in 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 in, in the in the year we promise god so much and then we fail and then we go back and rededicate now we read keep rededicating our lives now my question is if you have a car if you buy a home how many times do you dedicate a car do you dedicate a car twice or once what the believer needs is not rededication all those prayers and other they are born out of lack of proper bible understanding the believer needs revelation when you have a revelation from god's word that is why paul's prayers to the church he never prayed for rededication he said that your eyes 
may be the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened the believer needs enlightenment oh my god oh my god father i thank you i thank you for everyone watching me thank you for impact kola masha thank you for impact lord kele mekoza malako jana makaba zelene mekobalaba ilamanama zenemekoba ileko shadiaba belemekuza namande in the name of jesus father thank you thank you lord the bible says, giving thanks unto the father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light oh lord we thank you we thank you lord for lives we thank you that souls are being rescued we thank you there is a rescue operation going on your word the gospel is taking over nations the gospel is taking over people's life in the name of the lord jesus we give you all the praise lord we give you all the glory thank you father thank you and i pray for everyone watching me on facebook on youtube i declare over your life may you come to a place of revelation may you come to a place of revelation knowledge in the name of the lord jesus may god preserve you may god keep you may god protect you may god empower you i come against every agenda of the enemy in this last months of the year i declare that you are safe christ may may christ the bible said that christ may dwell in you richly that christ may dwell in your heart richly that you may be able to comprehend what is the width the height the length and the breadth for we know the love of god that passeth knowledge i pray that the love of god will abound will keep abounding in your heart may you get to a place where you are sold out to jesus christ may you get to a realm where you are sold out to jesus in the name of the lord jesus father thank you thank you for this whole week your word came in power thank you for utterance thank you for the spirit of boldness to speak your word thank you for souls that are being snatched from the pit of hell thank you that father lord the gospel is going thank you lord thank you lord in the name of jesus i thank you father thank you in jesus mighty name god bless everyone wow what a week what a week what a word if you follow these teachings very well i'm telling you your life you will grow you will grow because these are these are messages you know and i said on monday now that christmas is coming the message of salvation has been turned to be seasonal so we will only hear it during christmas when christmas is over that is it but i'm telling you when you keep feeding on what christ has done for you when you keep feeding on what jesus has accomplished for you you will grow spiritually that is the diet of the believer that is why i tell people be you are what you eat so be careful what you eat when you keep feeding yourself about demonology and demons and everything you attract that same spirit but when you keep feeding on what jesus has wrote in your life oh my god you become christ-like oh my goodness i love jesus bless you everyone god bless you this is richmond Owusu ministries our vision is to preach christ and him crucified we speak god's word we preach the gospel of jesus christ and i'm so excited you join us you can follow us on facebook you can follow on youtube 
you can follow on instagram richmond Ousu ministries be a blessing if you also want to partner with this ministry in any means you can reach out to me and be a blessing and god bless all those who are supporting this ministry god bless you i'll keep praying for you and i pray that your labor and your your work towards the kingdom of god will never be in vain god bless you all